0: Hi everybody, it's me, Miss Jessica, and you're watching another Jess Talk. That's right, but we're changing it up a little bit because today's Jess Talk is all about the controversy sweeping the nation of kids and drag shows and what is going on with all of the gun regulations. So, before we get into this very important, all-ages, family-friendly Jess Talk, make sure that you subscribe to my channel, you've hit the bell for all notifications, and you're not missing out on any of the content coming your way. All right, kids, guns, and drag. Let's get into it. Attention the whore. Attention the whore. Attention the whore. Attention. Attention. Here I am walking down the street, seeing all the boys trying to take a peek. Shorts pulled up, a chest upright. Come on, boys, just take a bite. Look, but don't touch. Spin it round and round. Okay, everybody. So there's this controversy just going around the, the country. There's so much happening. It started with, I think, people being stuck at home a little bit longer during the coronavirus, during the vid, the COVID, the coronavirus. Um, and I think it's really interesting to see how people are now like interpreting self-expression in the world since then. Um, I feel like people are standing up for themselves a little bit more. I feel like people are a little bit more... Uh, Themselves people are not wasting time to do things to be around people to achieve whatever they want to And I think that's scary for some people. I think that there's always been and there will always continue to be unfortunately attacks on uh, Queer people and especially trans people, but I think the attack on drag queens is so out of nowhere Um, I think it's so interesting because there was no talk about drag being an issue since, since recent. Like probably in the last six months, maybe a year by the time this comes out. And I've been trying to really think about why is, why is this turning on drag so, so quickly. And honestly, when I'm, when I'm looking at people's fear of groomers and pedophiles and whatever else that they want to call us as drag artists, we, we really have to think, what is the real issue? What's really happening right now? Because this is simply a distraction to a bigger issue, which is gun violence. Period. That's it. Um, People are really sick and tired of schools being shot up and grocery stores and theaters and just in general shootings overall with zero gun regulations and continued laws that make it easier to possess guns, actually. And I think that that topic is harder for people to know the logistics of. Therefore, they don't know how to argue anything other than it's my Second Amendment right. It's my Second Amendment right. I can bear. I can have a gun if I need to have a gun. So then let's talk about the drag issue. Drag is such an easier, easier, quote unquote, Idea to comprehend an attack. It doesn't take much to say, well, it's wrong for the man to dress like a woman and to, to be real colorful and then to be around kids. and It's just easier of a defense. There's more that somebody on the normal, normal mindset can call out a drag artist for. And it's become so easy for folks that the larger group of people fighting against drag entertainers or just queer people this distraction is so much easier to lock onto. That's why there's so many more folks protesting and getting violent with drag artists and drag shows in general regardless if we're around kids the people are acting like drag is new first of all it's been around fucking since shakespeare two people are acting like they haven't seen it on snl mrs doubtfire um uh, norbit big mama's house i mean i could name so many different aspects where uh, you know even friends you know there's so many different Moments that this is this is not new This is not a new thing So people are getting mad now Because it's an easy distraction away from guns And people are able to kind of piggyback On this bandwagon of folks that just hate drag entertainers And it's getting violent, it's getting extreme It's getting ridiculous um, People are believing that drag is not allowed to be around kids And I I, I have to realistically look at that argument <laughs> On one end, do I think all drag is appropriate for kids? Oh, absolutely not. But I would argue that with any other entertainment, I don't think all sports are appropriate for kids. I don't think for them to view wrestling, uh, football, you know, the language that's used is not any different. The amount of clothing that we're wearing is no different. The biggest difference is that it's acceptable and heterosexual or heteronormative, you know? And so, um, it, it's just, I don't get it. You have, uh, you know, restaurant workers. We talk about Hooters, for example. We talk about um, how many recordings of priests or ministers or school of leaders or elected officials are actually the pedophiles and the groomers and doing everything. And it, actually, let's talk about the fact that most of the folks that are causing the issues are also the ones in our DMs. Asking us dirty things. Always. There, it's always that person that has a wife that's in Congress, that's elected, whatever the case is, that is hush-hush on the DL, is the first one to pass laws to restrict and and attack the people that they're actually interested in. And I think Sasha Colby said it even better than anybody could is the reason she did her season finale as naked as she was. And she was like, I wanted to be the epitome of what they fear because they are attracted to me. They see me and they don't know how to handle my existence. And so I'm going to be as bare and open. I'm definitely paraphrasing. This isn't hundred percent what she said, but the idea is that we're loud. We're proud. We're there. And that loudness, that acceptance scares people. It makes people uncomfortable. It makes people nervous. Um, it makes people jealous. People are so hateful because when you don't understand something and you can't, you can look at somebody that's just so happy and so authentically themselves, then they're mad because they can't experience that. And that's why they're acting out. It's kind of like the the bully in high school bullies you because they're actually being bullied inside or at home. Like you don't know what that bully's going through. So it's like a, tra- a, a trail. It's a trickle effect of how angry and hateful you want to be to the next group of people. You know. And let's just break down this word groomer. I know. I know actually what the word grooming is like in terms of the definition we're talking about. But isn't life grooming? Every experience, every interaction, every conversation, everything you Google, everything you look at, everything you smell, you taste, you hear, everything is grooming and changing and impacting you to, maybe grooming is not the right word, but influencing you is really what it is, to become whoever you're supposed to be. So when we talk about drag being in front of kids, and most of these kids already have access to a smartphone or have been watching TV or in different social settings, are already discovering who they want to be and who they do not want to be. It's, it's that simple. We are a little blip in somebody's self discovery because I can guarantee you a straight individual that sees a drag queen will remain straight at the end if that's not what they're into. That's just how life works. Just as much as you can't force a queer person to not be queer. They are destined and determined to be queer. Period. That's that's it. So when we talk about it being appropriate for kids, I don't think every situation is appropriate for kids. I think that uh, as a parent, you have a right to bring your child into any space. If I bring my child to an adult Broadway production, Book of Mormon, even Phantom of the Opera, any Broadway production has adult topics, or if I let them watch a certain movie, or if I allow them to hang around a certain group of people, or sit at the adult table, you know, instead of the kids' table, they're gonna learn things, and they're gonna be impacted by everything that they're part of. And drag is no different than that. We are going to impact everybody that we interact in different ways. Sometimes we're not your cup of tea and that's fine. But you have to realize that nowadays it is important to have representation. It is important to visually see something that you could achieve that you didn't even know existed, but deep down that's what you were looking for. I wish that queer people were more prominent when I was growing up, and I wish that the visibility of queer people, or even a drag queen, would have helped me with encouraging parents to know that that's acceptable and I could discover that on my own terms. I would have become queer sooner and probably a drag artist sooner because in my head, I can't imagine being any different than I am now, which means that deep down as a kid, I was probably feeling a lot of those things, but a lot of it was suppressed because of the environments that I was in, the spaces where I grew up, the family, the religion. All of those are grooming your children are influencing, if you want to use a less harsh word, influencing your kids. And so when you're a parent, you, have a, you can go to an all-ages and family-friendly show. Do I think all-ages and family-friendly shows should have alcohol of any kind? Absolutely not. I don't. Um, if, it's not, if it's a single place, if you have the option to sit away from it or not partake. But I don't think that you should be in a bar I think there are so many opportunities to find coffee houses and bookstores and libraries and even comic book shops where we started one in Denver and find spaces that are all ages and family friendly and people who have pizza and they learn about community. And sometimes those all ages shows are the first times those kids ever feel any moment of loving themselves. And that's, that's from personal interactions with so many queer youth or just youth in general. I get bullied at school, but when I'm here, I'm my best self. I'm confident. I love being here. I'm laughing. Even parents say, you know, we don't see our child laugh as much or interact with other people ever. But when we bring them here, it's magical. And then to see them perform, get on stage. Let them experience being in front of people because then you're going to encourage that artisticness, that extrovertedness, which is really hard. Because if you shame kids for being extroverted when they're young, they become introverted and they hate themselves for being extroverted. Let them be who they want to be. And you can ask questions and guide them just the way you would a straight child. It's no different because they're going to make the decision that's ultimately best for themselves. And you see it all the time with religion. How many Catholic families, Catholic here, hello, you grew up up until 18, church every week, every holy holiday, and then you chose, you didn't want to do it anymore. That, That was my choice, okay? It doesn't matter how many years you spent trying to make me a Catholic, I didn't want to. And then I think about the aspects of religion that I like. I know we're trailing a little bit, but it makes sense. The aspects of religion that I get to choose to partake in. Because I don't feel like it's forced on me anymore. Everyone is going to grow up and figure out where they want to be. And so I dressed in a typical Miss Jessica outfit. When I go to drag queen story time, when I'm going to a GSA, middle school, high school, any company that requests an all-ages family-friendly show, i Miss Jessica – I, per- I purposely don't curvy my body, I, I wear something very flattering like a teacher or like somebody that's educating with some sparkle, I paint the same, but I do things because I think that you can have better conversations with the kids, they can see that you're a glamorous princess, which is ultimately what a lot of the kids think, and they kind of have a little bit of respect that you're, oh, you're just another adult. You're just you're not you're just another adult, and all these conservatives think that we're doing scary things. And something a lot of new or a lot of drag queens and artists are doing are uh, public drag story times with adults, like at the city hall, and being like, "Okay, let me show you how scary this is." I'm gonna read this book about somebody accepting their identity and just wearing clothes that make them happy. I'm going to read a book about somebody that has representation from abilities to skin color to religious backgrounds and see that I'm showcased in books with other queer people and I can be who I want to be. I'm accepted for the beauty of who I am. You have classics that just teach kids great life lessons, whether that is to treat people with respect, not to bully people, to, to be happy, to, to learn about your relationships. You have things that are a little bit silly, and they're as simple as changing the main character to a non-binary person, something that even the kids don't really realize that you're saying they and them to refer to the character, but you as an adult know that they hear that and a lot of the times, the kids aren't thinking anything more than that this is just the character and who they are. There's a lot of education about making people feel comfortable. And as we read these books, we're not telling anybody in there to be gay, to be trans, to, to go and, and wear rainbows all the time, to, to go screaming down the street and pride, pride, pride. No. We're telling people to accept others, to be kinder to others, to treat people how you want to be treated, to express yourself in a way that makes you happiest. And people are mad because we're teaching, we're not teaching our men not to cry like girls and then to, you know, buck up and have the balls, you know. We're teaching them to experience feelings. We're teaching kids to be, feel okay in their feelings. So much comes out of drag queen story times, but I can tell you one thing that has not come out of a drag story time or an all-ages event. Uh, Any of the children dying And I can name Countless examples of kids Dying let alone individuals dying From gun violence So when you want to sit and argue with me And your only argument is That the second amendment right says I can have it You're right you can have a gun sure Whatever you feel necessary But you're really not thinking about the overall picture Of the impact that your Decision and your belief is That you can have both no one's arguing that you can't have a gun or that you can't protect yourself. We're arguing that you're, you're really missing the, the, the main cause. And the cause is that kids are dying, people are dying. But good thing you have your gun. Alright everybody, that is your Just Talk for today. We talked about kids, guns, and drag. And I'm curious, down below, what other topics of conversation would you like to hear from me? Until next time, bye! hi little whores it's me jessica lahore and did you know that i'm on cameo that's right cameo is a platform where you can get personalized messages from me the biggest whore in all of colorado whether it be a birthday sing-along a bar mitzvah a congratulations on your new job a congratulations you didn't get pregnant i'm your whore for the message so Follow the link below, click it, and book your next cameo to surprise your best friend, your grandma, your family member, or any other Little Lahore fan out there. Come on, book them now!